can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Are you a swimming pool service company? Are you tired of the hassle of training new hires? Well, have we got a solution for you. OnlinePoolClasses.com is the premier online resource for training new pool professionals. Our classes are taught by experienced pool professionals who know their stuff. You can be sure that your new hires will receive consistent training. And the best part is, our classes are online, so they're affordable and convenient. So what are you waiting for? Sign up your team today. OnlinePoolClasses.com So I guess that, oh, okay, so here, I have this, I have two customer interaction stories. Can we say hello first? No. We can listen to my stories. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is the Talking Pools wow. podcast show. I am Andrea, the fun one, and I am here with my grumpy co-host. Hey, everybody. I am Rudy Stankwitz. Welcome to our show. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. <laughs> All right. So now you're in a good mood. Now listen to these stories. Two stories. Okay. So now the first guy, this happened about a week ago, and I didn't post about it because it actually irritated the fucking shit out of me when he came <laughs> so i am doing the pool right he comes out i had my super green my super green trainee with me and he's I, I start to tell him about so when i walked up to the pool the pump was i could see the pump was struggling i could hear it i could see the air bubbles and then i could see that his weird door was stuck and I was going to go and fix it, or I fixed it is what I did. And then I started to tell him the pool water was a little bit low. And he cut me off. He's like, no, the pool water's fine. It wasn't doing that before. Do you need instructions on how to enter empty the skimmer basket? To you? Yeah. He needed to know if you needed instructions on how to empty a basket. Yes. And completely huh. ignored and completely ignored the fact that I told him that his water level was low. He said, no, it's not. It's fine. And asked me if I needed instructions on how to empty the skimmer basket. Why would he ask you such a thing? Well, Have you not his, been emptying it? His reason, his reason for asking me was that he's got a skim around, all of our favorites. He's got a skim around basket, a giant piece of crap. I don't mind saying it. They're awful. You might as well just throw $40 in the skimmer and not even have a basket anyway. <clears throat> Again, her opinion, not necessarily mm. the opinion of the show. Go on. It's, it's opinions based on factual experience. So anyway, now, for those of you who do not know, if you've not had the pleasure of interacting with this ridiculous piece of garbage, so the basket comes apart all right so when you first take it out of the do you, skimmer do you not like this basket i hate it <laughs> i hate it so it, it well, comes stop, in stop sugarcoating it 
It's two pieces. I'm trying to explain this. So the basket is actually two pieces and the bottom part detaches from their stupid, their stupid little Bernoulli effect part that makes it the skim around basket. So there's a part at the bottom that's just a, the bottom of the basket that come, that detaches. It's just like a plastic like lip that you click into place. It's not even like anything crazy. I can literally take the basket and tap it on the um, deck and it pops off and shit goes flying everywhere. So his complaint was that the basket... So he uh, he actually accused me of leaving the basket broken apart inside the skimmer box. And I'm like... Ah, a tisket, a tasket, you broke my fucking basket. No, and I'm like, it kind of, like, it's real easy for that to happen. So, and my, so I still don't know why. My theory, I don't know, maybe, like, the pump suction is pulling it apart when the pump is off and then it comes on. And the force of that maybe pulling the basket apart. I mean... I don't really know for sure if that's even possible, but it seems logical to me. But anyway, the point is, I'm definitely not just like leaving it all broken apart. And you know what I'm saying? Like if I take the stupid thing out and I empty it into my net, I'm putting it back together and I'm putting it back in the fucking skimmer box correctly because I'm 40 years old and I've been doing this a long time. I'm not an asshole. So I said I said something to him like, you know, maybe the pump is doing it or, you know, it's just kind of coming apart on its own. But anyway, that was the end. That was the end of that. He got mad at me because I reverted the attention back to the water level. And then he got, you know, ah, no, it's not doing that. It wasn't doing that last week. I'm like, well, the weird door is stuck. Well, how does it get stuck? I'm like, it just got wedged. I don't know, guy. And then he walked away and, and I called my boss and I was like, he kind of had an attitude with me. I just want to let you know, just in case he calls, this is what happened. So, yeah, that was that's story number one. Go ahead. Horny old man asks if you know <laughs> how to actually empty the skimmer basket so he can get you to bend over. Uh, well, bada you know, bing, bada boom. I, I'm not going to say that's never happened before, but um, I, he's definitely I don't think he likes me. I don't think that was. That I think he of. like likes you. <laughs> what was your other story? I, Story the other story, the other story happened today and it was actually pretty great. And I wanted to tell the guy to call the office and, you know, tell him because you always get complaints. You never get compliments. Spoiler alert. This is a compliment. And I did post the interaction already on Facebook. So some of you already know what happened. But so I'm doing the pool and it's a screened in pool. He's got a salt system. And this is one of those easy pools. Like and now that I've said it, I got to. Now that I've said it, this pool is going to like explode fucking next week when I get to it. But anyway, super easy pool. Like I said, he's never I vacuum it anyway, even though he's never got anything in it. And I never really have to do much to the chemicals because they're always pretty much spot on. It's only him and his wife. They don't get a lot of use. So he comes out. Oh, how's the pool doing? I'm like, oh, it looks pretty good so far. And he's like, oh, so far. I'm like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I checked the chlorine. I'm about to check the pH, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's high. I'll add some acid. <clears throat> and then he like, he's like, oh, well, I I, ha I noticed something. I had a question. So while you're here, I'm like, and then I immediately like brace for impact, you know, because usually when the sentence starts like that, they're going to ask you some dumb fucking question that's going to take an hour to explain, right? So he starts looking down into the pool in the deep end and he like kind of points. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I know there's no algae. I don't know what he's talking about. And he goes, so normally around this time of year, 
I've no I'll I'll notice spots of algae popping up, but I have not noticed any at all. And I was like, "Well, you're welcome." And he started laughing and then I started laughing. Was he sad about this? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was happy. He's like, "I was going to ask if it was something that you were doing." I'm like, "Sir, it's just, you know, all I got to do is stick my pinky toe in the pool and and it's perfect." So you're welcome. Anything you're happy about, yes, that's because of me. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. I was like, yep, it, that was all me. You are welcome, sir. If it and made he, you smile. Yeah. It's because I'm your pool girl. There are two types of customers. <laughs> Weirdo and good. I've not actually had to encounter one of those skimmer round baskets. Like Skim. I said, to me, just from looking at it, it looks like a ripoff of the American products admiral skimmer from back in the day with the floating weir although i understand the weir in this one doesn't float i know it's still a current basket design pentaron's the company now but to me that's what it sounds like it's a rip off of that you're talking about the 78 and 79 i think b78 b79 sure i believe that's the number you know how long ago it was since i memorized b numbers it's been a long time (laughs) october 26th Five days before Halloween. Seventh annual, it's a Gold Coast Pool Expo. 6.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. At the Seminole Classic Casino in Hollywood, Florida. Rudy Stankwitz and Andrea Nanini of the Talking Pools podcast attend. Vendors from all around the country. Information never shared before. Only the brightest, most brilliant Pool professionals should attend. Borates, black algae, owl, and more. Will you be there or will you risk not attending the expo before Halloween? I had a couple of questions myself. Ooh. First one is from Dana Randolph with Pool Perfection. Hey. And it says, I hope you're doing well. We've got a new pool. It has some staining issues going on. We've tried a little bit of everything. Chemicals are on point. No metals in the pool. We checked it for copper yesterday. Can you take a look at the picture and give me your opinion? And what it's a picture of is a completely orangish brown skimmer basket. And orange brown inners of the skimmer itself what do you think have you run into that ever are they using tabs don't know could be see that a lot in tab pools tab pools meaning tabs in a floater tabs in a chlorinator tabs in a skimmer what are you going with all of that all of the above all of the above any of those things yes i have seen a lot even not, and I'm not, I don't mean to accuse you of putting tabs in the skimmer, but yeah, I've seen that a lot with tabs, with pools that are run on tabs only. I I have asked you before what you think it is. I don't know. Is there iron in those tabs? Like, is it because it's not usually an iron problem? It comes off very easily. Like you can wipe but your fingerprints in it. You can brush. It doesn't go away. It comes back. No. And it doesn't go away completely. It's never going to be white, white again. It's going to be off white at best. But some stuff brushes up off of it. Here's what happens. Four different things that can cause this to occur. And all of them, it's a molecular change of the very, very, very outer layer skin of the plastic. That top one thousandth to two thousandths of an inch 
talking very thin shit here, where there's a molecular change. So is it like oxidized? Kinda. It's a molecular change. It could occur due to UV degradation, where it actually changes the polymers to polyene, which has that orangish yellow color to it. Isn't that a country song? Which is what you're left with. A Dolly Parton song? Pauline, 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 Pauline. <laughs> Something like that. So that's a reaction, UV degradation. Well, I don't think the skimmer basket sees a lot of sun. Because <laughs> it doesn't see a lot of sun, you're correct. The other thing that can cause it is an excessive amount of heat, which I think we can rule that out too. Excessive, again, like... How excessive? One hundred thirty degrees okay. or more. So not so probably, nothing, nothing that yeah. a heater would do. Probably not that. If an aluminum magnesium compound is in the water, it can actually dechlorinate the plastic, and you know they use chlorine to man in the manufacture of plastics. I'd and in the dechlorination of the plastic, it will actually result in discoloration as well. Not a stain. Again, we're changing the structure of the molecules in the outer skin. So this is not something that's really ever going to come off. Like you said, at best, we'll get it to a yellowish color. Right. It could also be from hydrochloric acid. Which muriatic acid, be... right? We call that muriatic acid. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was Doesn't... thinking of hypochlorous acid. My bad. Well, that's going to be in the mix too. We're going to bring that up. So okay. because it doesn't mean that they poured hydrochloric acid into the skimmer. Nobody does that. Hopefully nobody does that. Uh, it's, please, let's not put anything past some of these people, okay? You've seen the Facebook posts. You're talking about homeowners. I'm talking I'm about, talking about pool professionals that listen to the Talking Pools podcast would never do such a thing. Maybe Our listeners know would never do that, no. To one of the other podcasts. Uh, Those, yes. <laughs> maybe those folks do this. I have no idea what they do. But in either case... Shots fired. Shots fired. In either case, <laughs> when you add chlorine to water, you get hypochlorous acid. Which is what I said. Which is the killing form of chlorine, which is what you said. That's the part that does the sanitizing and disinfection. But you also end up with hydrochloric acid. That's the acid. That's, yeah, that's acid. That could then cause... It's just weird because we're calling saying hypochlorous acid when we're referring to chlorine. Well, this is part of the reason why you've heard people say that sodium hypochlorite or calcium hypochlorite doesn't really raise the pH. It raises it just temporarily, but because the process in which chlorine uses itself up is an acidic process, it usually falls back down to about where it started with, so the increase is actually net zero. Now, the first people to step up and say bullshit are usually the people who use liquid chlorine. Bullshit. And the reason they don't have this experience is because in manufacturing, they add extra lye to the and formula. And we mean the caustic soda, not like bullshit. Correct. They add extra caustic soda, lye, to the formula to prolong the life of the product because... Sodium hypochlorite has a very short shelf life, but we also know that chlorine's effectiveness is pH dependent. So if we jack up the pH by adding extra caustic soda, we slow down the effectiveness of the chlorine. So that way it lasts longer on the shelf. 
So you still get a stronger percentage of chlorine when somebody buys it. It doesn't have to be the day that it's manufactured a few days down the road. We're still okay. So that's why they put it in there. Which we appreciate. In those scenarios where you add the product that has the extra lye, then that in fact does add to an increase in pH that does not come back down. It kind of trumps what we would have got in the normal reaction. In either case, hydrochloric acid can result in dehydrochlorination of the plastic. So does it mean there were tablets in the skimmer basket? I have no idea. There could have been, but maybe not. Doesn't have to have been. What it does mean, though, is that it it was probably an aftermarket product. Not that all aftermarket products are bad, but we've all seen better quality plastics than some others. We've seen some baskets show up that are kind of flimsy. It just really depends on the plastic used in the material. The better quality plastics don't discolor as quickly. So what do you think about all that? I think that that is in line with kind of my experience. Like I said, it doesn't necessarily mean that there were tabs in the skimmer, but that is usually like a dead giveaway. It's usually like a orangey brownish colored basket. Mm -hmm. And then I've seen pools that have floaters in there. And that hug the hug the skimmer opening. Yeah. So we're not necessarily even talking about you having to put tablets in the skimmer. Anybody who has a floater knows that that floater heads right toward the mouth of the skimmer. And if it stays there all day long, there's really not much of a difference between that and actually putting tablets in the skimmer. But so my experience with these tab pools has been because I did a subcontracting route for this guy one time that actually never paid me my last paycheck. Thank you, sir. And by the way, let me throw in, I don't... I. I don't think that's the case here with tabs in the skimmer. I think it's caused by something else. One of the other things that we'd mentioned, more likely what has happening is they have a magnesium level in that water, which has caused the discoloration in this case. But tablets or any type of chlorine could do this. But that that's where I was about to get at was that So we all know that tabs add cyanuric acid to your pools and the higher the cyanuric acid, the higher you need to keep your chlorine level to maintain it. Right. Is that are we in agreement on that? At least I don't care about like the whole seven and a half percent, but it's I've experienced this where the, the, you know, I would say yes. The okay, so the stabilizer. So anyway, so the higher the stabilizer, the higher you need to keep the chlorine to maintain that residual when you get back. So what I experienced was these pools had 10 parts per million or higher of chlorine. And even though not every single one of them had the tabs in the skimmer, they still were ran on tabs mostly. Like the chlorine was so high, you didn't even have to put any liquid in. They all had that weird orange brownish film on especially the skimmer, but It was elsewhere in the pool and not algae. This question goes on to say, I have a similar color staining occurring around my tile. Now, if that tile was sealed with a polymer-based sealant, guess what? All of those things that we just spoke about can affect that sealant as well. So super high chlorine is one of those things. Not the chlorine, though. The hydrochloric acid that we're getting from the addition of the chlorine. So the byproduct. It could be aluminum content in the water. 
magnesium content in the water. Or in this case, it actually could be on the tile line UV degradation because that is exposed to the sun 24 and 7, well, 12 and 7, whatever the sun is up in your air. If you're in Alaska right now, it's 24 and 7. But outside well, of that, you follow. that water at the surface gets hotter than the rest of the water in the pool, too. You know, you got that couple of inches of warmness. That's why you got to test, get a test sample that's 18 inches down or whatever. But you did bring up a good point. Talking about the chlorine compared to the cyanuric acid level, here's the thing. That's based on things you can't see. That's what that's about. You know, they say 7.5% is what you have to have chlorine compared to cyanuric acid. I've seen people say 5 That's not necessarily to keep the pool clear. It's to keep the pool free of algae. I mean, there's other things that can be added that can do that as well. They're comparing that to microorganisms that could be harmful, like Giardia. Ew. That's what they're looking at. So really the big thing for cyanuric acid levels and chlorine percent to cyanuric acid is the kill rate of Giardia, which at one part per million, it would take 45 minutes to kill. Right now, we have aliens in Mexico. Isn't that cake? Wasn't that cake? Alien cake? Was it a cake? Oh, maybe it was a meme. No, never mind. It was a joke. It was a meme. If somebody from outer space lands here in the United States and they don't go through the proper channels, then not only are they an alien, they're actually an illegal alien. Ooh. Rudy and Andrea will be right back with more Flock at Fridays after these messages. Do you remember when chlorine and acid were impossible to find during the pandemic? The the only place that anybody seemed to have anything was Leslie's. Did you know that they sell wholesale to the trade? I use that program. Leslie's Pro program. So there's about 900 of those locations all over the country now. Well, I didn't know that. That's a lot. They don't keep bankers hours. Then they're open a little bit later into the night and they're open Saturdays and Sundays. But they sell retail. Don't they have their own installers? So does the largest wholesale distributor of pool supplies in the country. They purchased that large chain of retail stores, but also service, installation, and repairs now. I know Leslie's doesn't do service because I know several pool companies, self-included, that were part of the Pro Partner Program, which can provide Leslie's pros with customer referrals for weekly cleanings and chemical maintenance to you. If any of our listeners are interested in becoming a pro partner or the best wholesale pricing Leslie's can offer, visit your local Leslie's retail location or email commercial at lesl.com. Is that correct, Rudy? That would be correct. That's commercial at lesl.com. Okay, cool. Jack's Magic Products is your industry leader in identifying, removing, and preventing stains. How? With a range of high-performance, eco-friendly products, keeping pools safe, clean, and ready to use all year round. The Jack's Magic 3-Step Program is a quick and effective way to remove stains and scaling. First, we identify the problem, then our top quality products will remove the discoloration. Finally, our preventative solutions will keep your pool looking like new for much longer. Get helpful tips and check out our product catalog today at jacksmagic.com. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable, and these claims are backed by NSF test results. 
Designed with a pro's time and comfort in mind, the patented double locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleanings faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at blu-rayxl.com. Blu-ray all day. Pool Magazine is the hottest new publication for the pool and spa industry. Featuring up-to-the-minute news on what's happening in the pool world in a fresh new stylized format with our mobile-friendly app. Pool Magazine is the app for keeping your fingers on the pulse of the pool industry. You'll find featured news, editorials, podcasts, videos, and more on the Pool Magazine app. Download on Google Play and the App Store. Going on, guys. Pete the Pool Guy, Coachella Valley Pools, with your daily dose of tip of the day, tip of the day. Today's tip: Don't forget to brush your pool. You gotta brush the pool. It's like your teeth. You don't want to have dirty teeth. If you mouthwash, and that's it, your teeth aren't gonna be clean because there's stuff in there that when you rinse, you can't get to. You gotta brush, right? Same with the pool. You gotta brush your pool. Brush, brush, brush. It's the way to go. Tip of the day. Tip of the day is courtesy of Coachella Valley Pools on Instagram. I have a question here from Jordan Knorr with Blue Oasis Pool Care. Jordan says, my question is, why would my pump randomly lose prime and run dry? It's a newly installed Pentaren Teleflow 3, not my install. This is on a 55,000-gallon pool. It's got a lot of hardware. Check it out. Four skimmers, four main drains, 10 side drains. The equipment pad is only 10 to 15 feet from the pool. What's up with that? Also, if you have any more of those... <laughs> this is like a cartoon it's like patrick and spongebob also if you have any more of those badass hats i'd love one so what do you think about jordan's question there okay so give me a rundown of the equipment again because i feel like that was one of those puzzle pieces that you got to go look at again gotta go back to also i'm a nerd and i just want to hear it again Pentera in Teleflow 3, 55,000-gallon pool, four skimmers, four main drains, 10 side drains. Four main drains, 10 side drains. Sounds like you got an air leak somewhere. Uh, Rudy just left the building. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, so I, I don't know. I would check all, you know, pump seals, all that stuff. Cause it sounds like an air leak somewhere to me. I know that's vague, but it could be an air leak. That's a possibility. 
could be either suction side or pressure side. Well, suction side, really. A pressure side, side leak is not going to lose its prime while the pump is running. However, after you shut the pump off, it will draw it in air from wherever it was leaking from, in which case you could lose the prime before it starts again. Suction side leak will draw in air the entirety of the time the pump is running. And if it does draw in enough air, it could cause the pump to to lose its prime. So that's absolutely true. And if you have a suction side leak, that's going to be somewhere between the pump and the pool with the mechanical seal being the furthest point back in the system that a suction leak could exist. Correct. I, I would say the pump lid, <laughs> pump lid, O-ring, something like that. Um, you know, you can always do the hose trick where you take a, take the, take a hose and run run running water over everything and see if you get you know if you get prime back up then you can kind of pinpoint the leak from there it could be any of the valves too now that i'm talking and thinking at the same time any of those valve guts like you could have a crushed o-ring inside of there um you know it just all really depends what you got going on above the ground and then it could also be pulling in air from below the ground too and then that would require extensive leak detection so andrea talking about hose because (laughs) (laughs) a hose excuse me andrea's talking about using a hose because if you have a suction side leak it's not going to drip water with one exception and that exception is the mechanical seal that's the only point where you'll have a suction side leak that will actually draw in air and drip water. The rest of it, all the plumbing, the lid, etc., will only draw in air, no dripping water. So she speaks about using a hose to spray water on the joints where the fittings go together to see if you can determine which fitting, which connection is leaking. I like to use shaving cream. That's a good one. If you spray the foam around the joint, you'll actually see a very noticeable funnel right in the shaving cream if you're drawing it air from that point. And then, of course, just replace those two fittings. But do check your valves in front of the pump. She's absolutely correct. But you know what? Going all the way back to the beginning of this conversation, another thing that this could be that Andrea spoke about with the guy who just wanted to see her bend over was that his weir flap was stuck. And when your weir flap stuck, what happens? It pulls in air. Right, because it draws all the water out of the skimmer to the point that it'll start to suck in air. And that could absolutely cause him to lose his prime. I honestly, that's that's pretty much all I got is a suction leak. He said it's only 15 feet away, so it's not that far away. But what if it's installed at a grade? a fairly significant grade, undersized pump, or maybe it's not undersized, maybe it's a low head or a medium head pump where a high head pump should be in place. That could give you a pump that struggles to get water and does eventually run dry. Do we know what kind of filter he's got? Does not say. Mm -mm. Right now we're just speculating going through a bunch of different things that could cause this to happen. Don't have any information other than I gave you. No, I know, but I couldn't remember if you said filter in there. What if the pump's too large? That wouldn't prime all the way at all. Like that would just have an air bubble in the pump basket constantly. It would struggle to pull enough water. It would actually be throwing water faster than it can get it. It would actually cause that pump to start to cavitate. And could it cavitate badly enough that it loses its prime? Yeah. 
Absolutely. And that's a lot. When you ever see the pumps surging where the water comes in and it sucks it all out and the water comes in and it sucks it all out back and forth, back and forth. So that's another thing that could cause the system to lose prime while it's running. What else you got? I thought my mic was off when I was chewing that corn nugget. I apologize whole nuggetly. Well, once Andrea gets that nugget out of her mouth, we can move on. Those are really good. Um, I, I like I said, um, other than just like a clog somewhere, I'm just I'm, my money's on suction leak. I don't know. Yeah, I'm afraid, Jordan. We need a little bit more information, but hopefully, we gave you some things that you can check out. I mean, I've had that happen with vac with a dirty vac de filter. You know, you can deadhead. Well, that'll cause, yeah, that'll cause it to cavitate if it's on the a DE a vacuum system. Absolutely. So that's a, po- yeah. a strong possibility. It depends, but he's located in Moapa, Nevada. So I'm going to guess that uh, they're not using vac DE systems out there. They might. They might. I don't know. But in either case, Jordan Noor, yes, buddy, you do get a badass hat. And hopefully yeah. we gave you some clues on some things to look for. And then the same thing for hopefully our buddy. Helped. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, Dana I- Randolph over at Pool Perfection. We're going to send you out a hat as well. Thank you both for the nice. questions that you sent in. We definitely Absolutely. appreciate you guys listening. And hopefully everybody's picked up a tip or two for things that they may or may not see out in the field. Hopefully, because that's what we're here for, right? We interrupt this screwed up broadcast to bring you a very important news bulletin. Mr. Fat Pat has been in the news again today. He has been spotted on MLK and he has been hated by a hundred more motherfucking folks. So if you remember a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about when to shock the pool. Listener Terry Stroop had asked a question. Commercial facilities, residential pools, etc. And I said that you should not just blatantly shock your pools once a week. The only time you should ever shock your pools is when you have a combined chlorine level. Anytime your total chlorine is higher than your free chlorine level, you should shock your pool. Ideally, we do not want to have a combined chlorine level. In fact, every health department code in the United States allows a 0.2 part per million level of chloramines, also known as combined chlorine. So that was what we were talking about in the episode. And I was contacted then by listener David Watson out of Australia. And he said, wait a minute. If you have them shock every time there's a combined chlorine level, you will be over shocking your pools. And he pointed out that in Australia and New Zealand, that you are permitted a combined chlorine level up to 30% of your free chlorine level. Up to 30%. So that means if you have three parts per million of free chlorine, one part per million of combined chlorine is perfectly okay. Then he sent the documentation to back it up in the chemical water standards, part of the code, which he did 
actually have a hand in creating. And he's absolutely correct. So I need to be a little bit more careful about the jurisdiction I'm speaking of when I share this information because our listeners are not only in the United States and sometimes it can be different. David, thank you for calling me out on that. I appreciate it. David Watson, he's with Shenton Aquatic is the name of his company. Good call. And I appreciate you reaching out and I definitely appreciate you listening. I know Halloween's approaching and I don't have a great Halloween story that pertains to swimming pools, but I've told you this story before. I do have one that pertains to Thanksgiving. This goes back years to when I owned my service company and I wanted to treat the folks that worked for me special, just like everybody does. So of course, at Christmas time, I gave them a bonus. I gave them three or four weeks off vacation. You know, throughout the year, they did have PTO. But we get to Thanksgiving, and nobody really does much at Thanksgiving like they used to. And back in the day, I remember... Still don't. Yeah. But back in the day, I remember that employers would give employees turkeys for Thanksgiving. So it's like, I want to bring back some of that because it always made me feel good. So I go down to the supermarket, I'm walking through Publix, and I got my cart loaded up. I'm talking to my wife on my cell phone. She asks what I'm doing, and I tell her, you know, I want to give everybody a turkey, right? So I got this basket full of turkeys, and she says, well, you need to do me a favor because I know you. She said, get your cheap ass back over to the turkey aisle. Get those store brand turkeys out of your cart and put some some butter balls in there. So, of course, that's exactly what I had to do because that's exactly what I had. So I got the cheap turkeys out, loaded up with butter balls, and headed to the register. Great. Take those, get home. I have a big freezer, so I stick them in there. And I wait till the Friday before Thanksgiving, a week ahead of time. So this way, one, if they haven't already purchased the turkey, here you go. Now you don't have to. Number two, I wanted to make sure that they'd have time to thaw the sucker out because you know it takes a few days to thaw out a turkey. So we get to the end of the day Friday. I give each one of my employees a turkey. You know what? They're all excited. Every single one of them. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Nobody's ever done anything on Thanksgiving and any company, other company we've been at. This is really cool. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody goes home. Cool. Monday morning comes. One of my guys doesn't show. One of my better guys. Did you get him sick with the turkey? I didn't. Are you sure? I'm positive. I call his house. No answer. I send him a text. No response. Send him an email. I don't get an email back. It goes on throughout a couple of hours. I send him another text, nothing. Finally, around noon, I get a text message back that says, you cheap motherfucker. Nuh-uh. Obviously, you only gave me a turkey because you know you don't pay me enough to feed my family. Whoa. amazing. Totally blown back by this, right? So I'm like in shock, and I'm like, That wasn't what it was at all. Everybody else is happy just trying to, you know, and I did pay my folks well. They got paid more probably than most pool techs in the state at that time. So regardless, I get back home to my office that night, open up my email, check my email like always, no big deal, nothing going on there. Finally, I check my Facebook and posted on my Facebook page from this employee was a single statement that said, Hashtag 
you butterballed me, bro. <laughs> that was it. He hashtagged at you? He hashtagged at me. I want to go look up the hashtag. So wait, it gets better. Thanksgiving morning, his wife calls me. Wants to know why I fired him. And I, I explained to her what she said. You know, no, 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 no. He says you fired him. I said, he didn't show up. He cursed me out, said I butterballed him, blah, 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 blah. She goes, no, no, no. It's a big misunderstanding. He wants to work there. He wants his job, and blah, blah. I said, well, he's fired now. Crazy. It was a Thanksgiving miracle. What are you going to do? I mean, sometimes I get tips for Thanksgiving. Hey, the rest of the team was happy. The first company that I worked for, um, the very first year that I worked there, had this huge Christmas party. It was the most fun work thing that I've pretty much ever like done. But then it was unfortunate. They, the owner of the company kind of had some health issues and then they stopped doing the major, the big Christmas parties. But so they did kind of like one of those secret Santa, not secret Santa. Um, uh, some people call it like the white elephant get, you know, the gift giving thing where you get to like pick a gift and then you can steal someone's gift or whatever away from that Christmas party with like 250 bucks cash. Sweet. So yeah. anyway, what kind of things do you do for your team at Christmas and the holidays? Tell us. Talkingpools at gmail.com. What about Thanksgiving? Do you do anything? Have you ever been hashed? Hashtag butterballed bro. bro. Or maybe you've done the hashtag butterball broing. Broing? Ooh, what if he's listening? We want to hear from you guy. Yeah, let us know what you guys do. I, let's see. So like I said, I got the I got the 250 bucks. Always got a oh well that was that was on top of the actual bonus check. So I actually got so I got the bonus check, which everybody got a bonus check. But my gift that I chose was a box of money, and it was the greatest gift nice. I've ever gotten. Yeah. Hey, what, you know what I'd really like to know? Does anybody do a Halloween party for your team? Ooh, I've never been to a work Halloween I don't know of anybody that does that. But if you do, I think that's pretty cool. Let us know. Tell us about it. Send us pictures. That'd be cool. I've always wanted to dress up for Halloween, like when it falls on a work day. But then it just seems so aggravating trying to clean pools in a stupid fucking costume that I always so. also thought it would be funny to dress up as a different company. Why is that slutty nurse cleaning our pool? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> With that said, this has been this week, and next week will be next week, and we're out of here. Thank you all for coming. I appreciate you guys. Until next time, be good. Be safe. Yeah, well, thanks for listening, and thanks for all that you guys do, and that's great. So share us. Uh, follow, leave us some reviews, go listen to the other shows, sponsor us if you want to. I mean, you know. They can dance go. if they want to. They can <laughs> leave their friends behind because their friends don't dance. And if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. Okay. I 
just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 